Hello everyone, this is Federica from PopDot. To the new listeners who don't know us yet, we are a diverse team building and intelligent vibrator that learns what you like from how you use it. And this is our podcast where we talk to people about their experiences or research. And today we're meeting Alex. Hi Alex, can you please introduce yourself? Uh, hi, thanks for having me. Um, I'm 28. I'm originally from Bulgaria, but I've been living for the past eight years uh, in Copenhagen here. And um, yeah, I'm a project manager. I'm also a student, a master's student, um, and I'm studying UX right now. Yeah. Wow, that's really, really interesting. It so, is. <laughs> so apart from your very uh, impressive resume and, 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 and career, uh, what is your experience with the women's sexuality anno 2018? Like mm. also from, from being part of the younger generations, what are your, the trends you're kind of seeing? Um, it's it's kind of weird for me because uh, my background is kind of strange. Um, where I come from, uh, it is a Orthodox Christian country. Um, I'm not Christian myself, but I have a I grew up in a family with uh, very small town people, so it's kind of funny. My parents met when they were 16, and they actually stayed together for their whole lives. So they haven't really been with uh, other partners, uh, which I think had a bit of an effect on my uh, you know interpretation of sexuality. I remember when I had the sex talk for the first time, uh, it was basically just don't have sex, you know. (laughs) I didn't really get any insight into um, how to have sex, uh, like safely, or how to, um, you know, be aware of dangers, or pleasure wasn't even on the table, like that was not even uh, something that could be discussed. Um, So my first experience with sex was that uh, okay, I have to find the one, right? I have to find the person that I'm gonna spend my life with and that has to be the one. Um, So I waited until I was 18 Mm -hmm. and then I was uh, really, really in love with this guy and I thought uh, everything's gonna be amazing and um, and then, yeah, we had sex and it was actually really, really great. and then uh, it was. It felt like such an enchanting experience that for we were together for four years, um, during which time I didn't realize that he wasn't that into me. <laughs> um, I feel like I glorified the love and sex in relation to it, and I made this uh, fantasy out of it. And in reality, like to him, I was just someone who he hooked up with, um, as mm. he did with others. And to me, it was like this magical moment that was supposed to make my life uh, worth, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And after that, I was struggling a lot because I was like, okay, I missed my chance. Um, now everything else is going to be less special. Like, I've lost some quality. I'm not the same, you know, value anymore. Um, what do you mean with quality? What I does mean, that mean? You know how you, you kind of, as a young woman, uh, you're made to believe that mm. you need to sleep with less people because Mm. that preserves you and you should be very cautious Mm -hmm. and at the same time men should be you know whatever they want and then uh, after I came to Copenhagen I started realizing that is that shouldn't really be the case so I should be allowed to you know be with partners Um, I was struggling a little bit with it (laughs) because I, I still had a lot of feelings for that person when we broke up after I left um, which is around the time I got my first vibrator. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny, but the person who actually suggested that I get a vibrator was a very close friend of mine, and he was a guy. Um, <laughs> and we never really had a romantic relationship of any sort, but he said, 
I feel like you're very stressed and this might help you <laughs> take some, some of the stress off. Mm -hmm. um, and it was great. Um, you know, uh, looking forward into my life, I'm not the, the person who's, um, you know, most easiest, has the easiest time climaxing. Uh, mm -hmm. It kind of takes me a while mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it takes attention and focus and mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. um, I was surprised how quickly that happened with mm -hmm. my first vibrator. Mm -hmm. it, was, uh, it was very easy and it, uh, it was very pleasant mm -hmm. and it felt like such an intense experience. Um, and there was no penetration required for that to happen. Mm -hmm. So at the time I thought, uh, why haven't I <laughs> done this earlier? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I must have been 24 at the time Yeah. or 25. Okay. And it felt like I really missed out on something there. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you choose your first vibrator? Like, you, did your friend just pick, pick one for you or you actually went to a store or how did you do that? He did. He actually picked one for me and he okay. picked a pink one. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> It was a very tiny one and a round one, and it was silicone and transparent and pink. Mm. And um, I loved it a lot. Um, I liked the way that the silicone felt on the skin. I thought that it was very, um, very soft, reminiscent of real skin. You know? Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and there was still part of me that needed to relate that experience to being with a person. Um, so. That was interesting. I forgot it um, back home. Um, <laughs> I remember one time on a, when I was visiting, I think maybe the first time after I visit, after mm -hmm. I left. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came home, uh, the year after, it was gone and no one in the family addressed um, okay. <laughs> that they had ever found it or that anyone had ever, you know, mm. witnessed the shame. <laughs> okay, but it was just gone. It was just Completely. gone. I think they threw yeah. it away and yeah. uh, no one spoke of it. Yeah. And then I didn't dare ask because yeah. uh, that's uh, uncomfortable. Definitely. And uh, yes, um, since then I started, uh, you know, exploring uh, different options. Mm. Um, it was kind of a mind-blowing experience to me to find out that um, you can actually use a vibrator with another person. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be a private experience. It could be mm -hmm. something that you you can share with someone. Um, I remember the first boyfriend that I showed my collection uh, to. <laughs> it wasn't much of a collection. I had like, okay. I think, two or three different ones. Okay. Um, and he was like, wow. And I could feel like there was some uh, insecurity. Um, he was like, uh, is it like, am I doing something wrong or mm. do you not feel happy with me? And um, okay, I, that's actually interesting. So he was feeling a bit um, like it was intruding your your space, this thing. He didn't really know how to yes. accept that or because to him, um, when he wanted to, you know, masturbate, mm. that was like natural. But if yeah. I needed help to do it, then mm. it was that uh, he was doing a bad job at it. So yeah. I needed yeah. something else additionally. Yeah. And uh, I could feel that there was tension there and he was not very happy with me over this. Okay. Um, he never asked me to throw any of them away mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have <laughs> even no, no. if he did. But he kind of accepted that then or not or not really or how did... Well, we broke up. Not well, you broke up. Okay. That, not okay. because of that, but uh, eventually okay. we broke up because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we mm -hmm. just, we weren't really seeing eye to eye. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, he was, he was judgmental in other ways too. It was not just that. Mm. Um... But I kept them. They actually outlasted that relationship. They mm -hmm. outlasted many relationships. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I have a few of them still. Mm -hmm. um, I, with time, as I started earning more money, I thought I can afford to buy better ones. Mm -hmm. I can maybe use one with a little remote or I can maybe mm -hmm. use one uh, 
with the little it's like a little clip i don't know if you've seen those um actually i have not that sounds yeah, really interesting it's it just like a little clip that you that you put on the top and it, it yeah. doesn't really have anything to go inside or mm-hmm. um, anywhere else okay um that one i think is meant for partners mm-hmm. but it was really cool because it actually came with an app um okay and it somehow worked long distance so when my partner would be traveling i mm. could uh, use that That's amazing. That was a really cool experience. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And otherwise, that you don't feel uncomfortable with using an app with your vibrator yourself, or how does that? Would you prefer that it's just analog? Or um, the problem with the analog is that it's hard enough hard to you know reach out for it. Yeah. And the problem with the app is that um, you don't really want to be staring into a screen and into settings when you're doing this. Yeah. And um, truth be told, I did drop my phone on my face multiple times yeah. when I was when I was doing that, as it happens. Yeah. Um, so yes, it, it it was an ideal either way, yeah. but yeah. Okay, but but I've, you're not the only one. I've talked to many different women now, and there is a reoccurring problem that uh, your arms are simply not long enough to actually yeah. hold it. That's a problem. So yeah. so mm. what have you done to kind of. Uh, You know, are you using a guy every time, or how do you, when you do it yourself? How do you then overcome um, this issue? Honestly, for me, if I would uh, if I would be doing this on my own time, um, I wouldn't necessarily need to insert anything. Mm. I would just uh, press it mm. and um, you know feel the vibration, mm-hmm. and I find uh, that's quite enough most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But yes, as for the length, you, you, I guess you do need some flexibility to maybe yoga. <laughs> yeah, maybe know. just do yoga. That's yeah. your tip. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Okay, super interesting. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so what is your your experience then with with have you met other partners who were more accepting for using a vibrator or what is the do you have any any other experiences with that? Uh yes, my current partner, he's really mm-hmm. great. Um, when we started going out, um, I think we both introduced each other to a lot of things. Mm. Um, we both kind of went out of our comfort zone to understand how the body works. And uh, him, like uh, many men before him, uh, was under the impression that uh, women don't really need any additional stimulation to to mm. orgasm. Mm. Um, so when I told him that, he was very like, oh, how many women have lied to me <laughs> and I was okay. like well you know maybe you should have been paying more attention yeah um but he was very open he was like uh, so this is a whole new world of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, sexuality that exists um, mm-hmm. um so yeah so he's been very open uh, we've been trying a lot of things he's never felt um you know like it takes away from his masculinity uh, to use other things yeah. or he's always been open to okay how can we make this experience even more fun mm-hmm. and uh, him understanding that it could be better for me too uh, made him okay i i would feel good if you feel better you know mm-hmm. so so what can we do to get you going mm-hmm. so that i can relax and also enjoy this mm-hmm. um so yeah we've been trying things together he's a uh, he's very chill about it Um, great yeah that's really nice congratulations you yeah. found a great guy <laughs> thank you I think so too <laughs> yeah okay so uh, just kind of moving a bit uh, back again so that there, it sounds like there was like a clash with where you came from to Denmark in terms of um, sexuality like can you maybe elaborate a bit about like what have you experienced in terms of that yes uh, where, where do I start yeah <laughs> I I don't really want to go too much into detail um, mm. regarding my home country uh, mm. because 
I don't know. I think like I probably also have a wrong idea of it at this point since mm-hmm. I left eight years ago. So I feel okay. like things have probably changed. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's one of these places where um, sexuality is okay um, for commercial purposes, um, but for like private purposes, it's like no, no, like you can't do that. Mm. Uh, people are still very much opposing the ideas of getting a divorce, for example, because mm-hmm. uh, like if you marry someone, like, you have to stay with them, and then if you're with someone, of course, you have to marry them, mm. uh, and so on, and then you shouldn't have kids unless you're married, and you know that whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Denmark, it was very liberating for me to find out that um, you don't necessarily have to abide by these uh, outdated rules in order to feel like an individual and like. A person who can still you know contribute to society or have a happy life themselves you don't necessarily need to be um, va- uh, validated by something mm. um, yeah it was uh, it was really cool I initially never really intended to stay here for this long um, <laughs> I wanted to finish my bachelor which mm-hmm. was yeah six years ago oh okay. and then I wanted to move on um, <laughs> but then I yeah, I I kind of fell in love with the freedoms that people have here. Yeah. Um, with the respect that people get, with the, you know, that whole attitude of um, respecting people's privacy and people's choices, mm. uh, which I think is so valuable in uh, today's times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, as a as a woman, I feel empowered being here. You know, I feel like uh, yeah, I I don't have to worry for my safety because I I spoke up or you know things like that mm-hmm. um, I just get to express myself and I get to be myself and uh, and that's okay uh, at most people will be why do I need to know that like okay you're a yeah. sexual being like I don't yeah, need yeah. to see that you know but uh, I feel like people are not cashing in on that and at the same time shaming you um, for expressing that um, as they would in you know some uh, other countries yeah, yeah. sure mm-hmm. Okay, really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so have you, have you, how do you see yourself now living in Denmark? How has it influenced your personality and your personal freedom and your whole personal idea of that? I, I've definitely become, you know, more more open to things. I've definitely become more outspoken. Um, you know, I'm not really worried about saying things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see why um, that should, you know, be an issue. Mm-hmm. People are allowed to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, you know, using uh, sex toys part, mm-hmm. um, it's been, it's been really cool. What I like about Copenhagen is that it does have its little areas that can spark up your interest. Um, and they are, because it's a small town, they're kind of easy to come by <laughs> when you go to the station and so sure. on. Um, at the same time, it's so easy to order things online. Mm. And I've, uh, I was really pleasantly surprised by the way that, uh, when I would order a product online, they would change the name of the sender uh, so to, you know, uh, pre- respect my yeah, uh, rights sure. to maybe not make that public. Yeah. Um, so they would write something else uh, yeah. from the sender so that it wouldn't be obvious that it's a sex story. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about, so do you usually buy your uh, sex toys online or have you ever gone to a shop and do you f- how do you feel about that? Do you feel comfortable doing that or...? Um, I've been in the shop only to browse and, you know, get inspiration. Yeah. Um, I've been there with my boyfriend. Uh, he gets a little freaked out. He's not there yet. Yeah. (laughs) He, he's a little uncomfortable in these shops. Mm. Uh, so we usually, when we want something, we buy it online and it's a little easier. Um, you know, and you also get more time to browse. I feel like he has this thing where he, 
he can enter a shop without a problem, but if he stays there for over a couple of minutes, he would start feeling like a creep, like, oh, I've been here for okay. too long, and <laughs> they, they're probably asking, why is he looking at that one thing? And yeah. He, he gets very self-conscious, and he, okay. he always thinks, like, oh, we should, you know, we should move. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Okay. So you're the one dragging him in there and making him stay, yeah. at least to some extent. Yeah, I, I think it's curious to, to browse and, uh, you know, not just the toys, but they have all these uh, fun clothes and mm -hmm. all these little things to play around with. They mm -hmm. even have board games. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of interesting things if you if you just want to explore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so um, do you have like a like a, a message or a statement you kind of want to share to the to the listeners? Um something that you believe in strongly and or like an advice or like what do you what would you tell people who are maybe a bit still uncomfortable with maybe using vibrators or or doing that how what would you tell what would you tell them it's really hard to come up with something that doesn't sound like a cliche yeah you know, like oh be yourself yeah <laughs> um, it's all right but um what i think is important to remember is that your body is just yours It's nobody else's. Mm -hmm. It's not your parents and it's not your country's and it's not your husband's and it's just yours. So whatever you want to do, it's it's really your choice and nobody can judge you for that or nobody even gets to comment on that. Mm. Uh, it's just not fair. Mm. So if you if you want to use sex toys, whatever sex toys you want to use, that is your personal business and, and that is your body and you get to do these things. Um, you're allowed uh, to take ownership of yourself um yeah it's really nobody else's business and if people want to be part of that you know that's great and you should let them um but they if they don't then um you know that's a they're missing out they're missing out say. of yeah. the fun yeah <laughs> okay that's super super great super good advice um yeah. i think you're really being uh, a kind of a role model here for the younger generations uh, <laughs> speaking so. out really Definitely. What are your like? Uh, do you have any like future plans in terms of of doing something for women or in general, or do you do you just plan to you know work on your own career or? Um. Yes. Well. Um. I do have a plan. I've had something brewing in my mind for for a long time now. Um. It as soon as I came here and I I came to the realization that we don't really have any type of sex ed back home. Um, I thought that that's a very real need that needs to be addressed. Uh, people don't really get introduced to uh, the dangers of, you know, protection and and how to take care of themselves and how to, you know, make sure that there's there's many aspects of it. You know, like um, you shouldn't go into cars with strangers, yeah. or you shouldn't, uh, yeah. you should use protection, mm -hmm. and uh, you should do. Provide your own protection because you can't always trust the protection that other people provide for you and mm. and things like that. That I think are important. Um, growing up, I had uh, friends who got pregnant very early, friends who got STDs very early, mm. and their life loss, lifelong lasting effects that are mm. still affecting them today. Mm. And I think if we had any kind of education, that could have been prevented. Um, and all I had was my. <laughs> communist biology teacher just saying just don't have sex mm -hmm. like that was our sex ed and that was that's not efficient in any way no yeah, because people will have sex anyway so yeah you might as well just give them the tools to do it in a smart way yeah um and then yeah you also shouldn't really brew that self-hatred over doing it in, in young mm. people you should uh, 
you should let them I mean there's worse things in this world you can do than to yeah. you know have fun to make love <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> being in love having sex that's that's yeah. not the biggest problem we have right now no. in the world so definitely not um, I think that's something that needs to be nurtured and um, I would love to um, propose some kind of a reform in our education but I don't think I have the network back home anymore mm. for that I mm. do have some people who are working in governmental institutions but mm. Um, what I thought would be more valuable was to create a children's book mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, for maybe preteens. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, the basic stuff that you will see in Denmark already, but it's nothing like that back home. Uh, mm -hmm. Just explaining how the body works and uh, just normalizing, you know, the, the different sensations that you might experience. Mm -hmm. Because I think some children, myself included, start experiencing sexuality for, you know, as early as uh, six, you know, mm -hmm. I... Yeah. somehow <laughs> ended up uh, pressing uh, spots on my body uh, mm -hmm. while climbing and so on that felt very pleasurable so mm -hmm. I started exploring those um, I was led to believe I shouldn't do that in public and that is not appropriate and that is not, you know, we shouldn't touch that in public or when we're alone ever mm -hmm. um, but as a child I didn't understand <laughs> what is the problem with that yeah um, Yeah. later on I just started doing it in private because <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're not allowed Yeah. Um, but yeah, if children are all just let to know what is happening to their body, uh, biologically, physically, they wouldn't be scared of it and they wouldn't be ashamed of it and it wouldn't be something that you have to do in, you know, in fear and shame. Mm. Um, so I would love to write a book uh, about that, making it, normalizing it, making it yeah. uh, more uh, relatable that's for preteens. That's a great idea. Mm. I really, that's... I think that's you should totally go and do that. Thank Whenever you. you have time in your busy yeah. career, you should uh, take some time off to do that. Thank you. Sounds like a great idea, mm -hmm. for sure. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming here and sharing your very, very interesting views. Yeah, we wish you all the best of luck with your career. Thank you, Thank yeah. you for having me. <laughs> Definitely, thanks. And to all the listeners, thanks for listening once again. Bye-bye. <laughs>